Hey guys, welcome to episode 24 of Thor. We're now on YouTube, so you can subscribe and catch all the action. We've got this amazing trailer that Z made for us, and I'm very proud of it. So check it out on YouTube, The House of Rep. We've got a new logo, we've redesigned the Rep Knights logo and Riot Productions' logo. So it's amazing development here at The House of Rep. We're going to talk about today a universally acclaimed game that's been acclaimed for its narrative, its world design, its art direction, its music, its graphics, which are amazing, and its awesome characters and combat system. And this was 2018's Game of the Year. And I'm just wondering if you guys can think about what I'm talking about. If you've guessed right, we're going to be talking about God of War. And it's going to be great. We're going to be talking about Kratos and Atreus' adventures here on the next episode of the House of Reps. So stay tuned, subscribe, and enjoy. Alright, so this is episode 4 of Thor. I want to welcome my guest, Z. Say hi, Z. Hello, everyone. This is the first podcast where we're actually together in a room, actually doing a podcast together. So it's, a, it's yep. a pretty cool feeling to actually, you know, bang out a podcast together because of COVID-19. We were kind of, you know, had to sort of all self-isolate in our, in our different places. So, um... Yeah, this game, bro. Sony Interactive Entertainment banged yeah. this one out in 2018. Dude, this game was like... Big fan know, of this series. It was epic because we love God of War. I like Kratos a lot as a character. He's already kind of like... Um, he's like those kind of antagonists I like. He's like an anti-hero. He kind of does his own thing. Um, you know, I've always loved Greek god mythology. It's one of my favorite things ever since I saw Hercules' The Legendary Journey starring Kevin Sorbo. That was like one of the dopest series I ever saw, and its spin-off Xena was really cool as well. So then when, you know, they made God of War, it was like this sick hack and slash game, like button mashing kind of game. And I got into it actually kind of late, like I never actually played it on the PS2. I kind of retroactively played it, so what happened was is that, like when it first came out on PS2, I never played it when it debuted. I actually ended up playing it when it had like, you know, dropped in price a bit, and then I played the digital series, you know, like the Ghosts of Sparta and uh, the spin-offs that, you know, were prequels to the original God of War. So I slowly got into it and really liked it. And he was also a guest character on like games like Mortal Kombat 9, um, Soul Calibur, Soul Broken Calibur, Destiny. Yeah. So uh, that's another uh, way that Kratos got really bossed. So, um, he for, was really good in Mortal Kombat 9. Yeah, he was very good in Mortal Kombat 9. He had a lot of moves and he had all of his special things. Like he had Medusa that he would blind people with and, you know, use his Blades of Chaos and stuff like that. For people who don't know who Kratos is, Kratos is a Spartan general who basically ended up needing assistance against a barbarian king he was going to lose in battle. So he made a pact with Ares who unknowingly was his brother. And his brother tricked him because, like, there's some kind of a prophecy that the Greek gods were going to get killed by a normal human. 
um, who's going to have a mark. And Kratos has a very distinct tattoo on his face. So originally what they did is they took his brother and they imprisoned and tortured him. And Kratos tried to save him, but he couldn't. And then he just carried on his life and marked his face with a tattoo to honor his brother Deimos. And uh, basically what happened is, is that Kratos became a servant of Ares. Um, and if you haven't played the games, I'm just going to... It's a spoiler alert. You should play the games and then listen you to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, because it's really fun. But if you don't want to... Who hasn't them, played the game? Yeah, exactly. But if you haven't played the game, play them. You know, they're, they're, they're really nice. They're easy. Just play on easy or something if you can't, you know, take it on hard. But hard's more fun because it's, like, quite a challenge. It's available on PS2 and then you can get it kind of... Um, uh, digitally on newer consoles it will just emulate it so you can play it on like a ps3 or a you know like a, possibly a ps4 i'm not sure about that if they released a remastered edition of it. i know god of war 3 got remastered and maybe ascension but i can't remember um whether or not the originals are available but they're not hard to um to emulate or uh, or play so they're great games but anyway kratos gets betrayed he goes after the greek gods uh, and he whoops ass so basically, he's like a badass. So this game picks up a couple of decades later, and Kratos is now in Midgard. So he's gone to the Scandinavian Nordic kind of setting. Region. And that whole kind of area, um, Z, set it up for us. You know, what what was it like when you first experienced this game? Yeah, uh, God of War was really cool because we were waiting for a long game and a kind of killer tile to appear on the playstation 4 mm. um we obviously had i think horizon zero dawn the year before amazing game which is also an amazing game if we'll not about like that. on par with this game um but we'll 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 talk about it a bit later on what i like about horizon compared to this and why this is like slightly better than horizon in terms of playability and art direction and graphics and so on and so forth but yeah, I think like around 2018, we heard like early 2018, we heard about, or I think it was like late 2017, we heard about a God of War game coming and we didn't know much about mm. it. We kind and of keep an eye we, on we it. We were kind of watching it, it but... and listening to like press and Sony statements and so forth. And then we found out that, oh, okay, Chris has gone to a new area. What's this about? You know? And we realized, oh, he's got this awesome new axe now. He's got a battle axe instead of his traditional uh, chain lift kind of See, uh, that blades. was interesting. So, that, that was really cool because the Leviathan axe is one of my favorite weapons in the game. It's a very cool weapon. I like the Blades of Chaos, but I tend to use the Leviathan axe more. I just... Um, it's got a weight to it. It's got this kind of control. You can throw it like a boomerang, like yeah, Thor, and pull cool. it back. So it has that kind of like wicked kind of Thor feeling, you know, that you can control this. The enemies are really fun. But then I think it's nice that it's an axe and not a hammer. Yeah, yeah. So, so the emphasis on it being an axe is that because Kratos is quite a violent dude, he's quite aggressive when he does his attacks, it's better as a sharp, blunt object as opposed to a thumping object. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, like, what's kind of cool about the game is that you've got this new setting and the world is amazing. The production yeah, I design... I have to give props to Santa Monica Studios. They've always made great games. Like, obviously, they've made God of War 1, 2, and 3. Um, God of War 1 and 3 are pretty amazing games because Ray told me about them very late as well. Yeah. I don't know fun. much about <laughs> yeah. 
the button mashing is amazing. Yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. You and suddenly are getting quick, quick time and then you have to yeah the quick time and stuff. I mean, he whoops pretty much everyone. You know, like Perseus, and Hercules. Yeah, everyone yeah at the time, I think the Santa Monica Studios did a good uh, effort in pushing the graphics of PS2 and 3. Exactly, they were really pushing the graphics. I mean, like I remember, like the PlayStation 2 always had this kind of like texture issue. You know, where textures don't never look the best. You know, compared to an Xbox. Um, so the actual engine and the the kind of the speed of that console went up to par. You know, and PlayStation 3. But PlayStation 4 is a completely different platform. You know, when they change the architecture, you know, they really changed the game. Because the games made, like, they were more accessible. They were easier to play, you know. Um, and not, no, it's not easy to play. Like Sorry, let me correct that. First of all, when they built this new architecture for the PS4, it was easier to develop. And because it's easier to develop, you get games like this. Because the guys can just start working, you know, like they make their engines, the engines respond to the way they want to do stuff. And what's really great about um, God of War is the way you can switch up your gameplay. So you could throw the Leviathan Axe, switch to hand-to-hand, or use your shield as an offensive weapon, go back to the Chaos Blades, then go back to the Leviathan Axe as it's coming back after a rotation of beating up enemies. Kratos is brutal, and he's savage. But he's also a pretty badass dad as well. And that's what I love about this uh, game. It really was this like really cool father and son bonding journey. Yeah. So there, so it was just nice. You know, um, it, it was a good game. It's you know? nice. It's, a, it's, it's like a different take on God of War because you don't see uh, Kratos in his familiar setting. You see him in a new setting. Yeah. So and this is a to... new territory for Kratos. Yeah. He's been uh, kind of stoic and hidden away in this culture of nordic and viking mythology and he's trying to keep himself to himself but he gets confronted by this mysterious character who Mm. approaches him at the start of the game and it's really cool i think i give props to santa monica for their narrative writing their creative writing and overall game architecture and structure for how they piece the game together Mm, i agree bro and i and i'm very 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 uh happy that i got the chance to experience this game it's one of those kind of rare joys in gaming where you get almost like a a perfect game like everyone's done it with a lot of love there isn't kind of like oh you've got to complete the game by buying this dlc or this skin or this kind of asset's going to give you this edge in the game it's whatever's in the game you work hard you've got to earn your victories so you know everything's really cool in it like you've got yeah. um you've got like cameos by thor you've got odin's background you've got, you got trolls thor's sons. you got thor's sons in it who you fight you've got cameo <laughs> by thor um atreus is a really great supporting character too because he's actually you find out later that he's actually loki and um that Faye was actually laufey you know, so she was originally a god, like a frost giant, and they were at kind of war with the, um, you know, with the, uh, with the Nordic gods. gods and stuff. So with Odin and all that. So basically, it's kind of a bit similar to when Herc goes to the Nordic land to kind of, you know, like in the later seasons of Hercules, the Kevin Sorbo series. But it's sort of better executed in this game because this is like an AU and they can do so many 
great stuff. So like Niflheim, Jodenheim, uh, Jodenheim all of my favorite places. All yeah. the Heims. <laughs> yeah, so Vanaheim <laughs> and all of that. Anaheim. So, you know what's really cool though is I really love um, the Greek mythology. I also love the Nordic mythology and all these wicked kind of like gods and ancient kind of, uh, you know, uh, deity style warriors you know and and this game was really wicked the massive serpent the world serpent was amazing yeah, cool, too yeah so he's a what great amazing character uh, great creature when i first saw the trailer of that i was like i knew this game's gonna be great like, have you, have you got talk. another whetstone exactly <laughs> so like that classic line with the two the two if guys, anybody's yeah. played the game they know what i'm talking about <laughs> so it's really great so bro tell me like what you think about the gameplay the mechanics of the game i like the gameplay it's obviously a classic hack and slash system but this time what they've done with god of war 4 uh, I, I like to call it but it's just god of war for the ps4 um is they've done it they've moved him to over the shoulder with a kind of third person perspective so mm. it's quite nice um before the games were very kind of what would you say side scrolling with a bit um, of it was a over more, the shoulder it was sort of like there's a cinematic background and yes. then you move around that space yes so i call, I, I call it cinematic viewing Yes. That's the, so it's a technique that's very similar to like Resident Evil and all those where they've set up the stage and then you traverse through the stage. So what they'll do is they'll force the perspective and you'll work across that perspective. So um, that was fun. That that perspective is fun, but then it's also limiting. Uh, having the OTS adds a tacticalness to the gameplay. Yeah. You're in control. It's then. better to hide against stuff, crouch down, you know, take cover, yeah. attack people, do multi attacks. It's a bit similar to games like Arkham Knight and yeah. Arkham Asylum. The same kind of principle has been adopted in in mm. these newer mm. games, and I think mm. a lot of the PS4 games have the similar thing because players are familiar with those kind of styles of gameplay. Yeah, because Arkham had an OTS style where when you're walking down corridors, it kind of hovers on the shoulder of Batman. So when he throws batarangs and does stuff, but when it goes into battle, it opens up and yeah, it becomes like, like an arena style. Like when you charge your axe, it gets closer, and then yeah. when he chucks it, it goes further away. Yeah. So in Batman, you know the Rocksteady series, it's a bit different to this. This one almost always stays over the shoulder like a fixed yeah until fixed angle. until it wants to go into a cutscene or some kind of like QTE kind of battle so what I liked about what Cory Balrog did is is that he he emphasized that it would take God of War into a new fresher direction which is brilliant but also it stays quite familiar to what we're used to so it's not too it's not too stupid as in like you know um, let me let me throw a wrench in the works and completely ruin everything you know because sometimes that can happen we had that with mass effect 3 we had that l recently with last of us 2 where kind of like there's been a lot of controversy about it you know um and it doesn't matter how good the game is if the story's shit and you can't really relate to it or you can't have fun playing it it's bad so um yeah it's like you know so stupid um, I really, I really don't, um, I really don't like the way they do that. And I like it when people stay consistent with their storytelling, um, and you know they work hard to really provide something really good. 
this is a night and day difference between Last of Us 2 and this, you know, it's, uh, I had a feeling that maybe they were going to kill Kratos off and they were going to yeah. do that kind of yeah. stuff, where and they're like, they okay, let's feeling. kill him, and then, and then uh, Kratos carries on or some BS, right, like they did in, like, Red Dead and the But no, game, he's but too strong, well, as soon as he gets yeah. the Blades of Chaos, it, the game shifts that another That bit was level. boss, like, was I loved so it. so cool. You know, and, and fighting, uh, obviously, Modi and Magni, the sons of Thor, were really funny, because they were obviously voiced by really famous people that famous voice artists that we know and love mm, mm. so it's really great i mean who voiced them bro well we had nolan north and troy baker so troy baker and nolan north played the brothers and they're fucking amazing dudes aren't they yeah like, amazing and then oh i have to give props to chris judge my all-time g from oh, stargate me the and OG. z have been stargate fans for years the i got OG z into stargate, stargate. Stargate was my was my top show, man. Like uh, Richard Dean Anderson, Amanda Tapping, uh, Michael, Michael Shanks. Shanks. You know everybody. Chris Judge. Oh my God, these guys. Donis Davies, may he rest in peace. The this I will do a very thorough house rap about all ten seasons of Stargate. Um, I've still also got to do about Smallville too. But um, oh my God, this game was so good. This game is just. And I have, have a lot to, of love you have this to game. play the game all the way through to get that secret ending as well. It's so yeah. cool. It's that was really awesome, cool. wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, playing the game is such a lovely experience. It's a, it's very reminiscent of games like uh, Broken Sword, Metal Gear Solid, where you go on a journey and it's a very cinematic narrative of a journey with the characters of Kratos and Atreus, and we just love to follow their story as they're progressing through this. Uh, Nordic mythology, isn't it? They kind yeah, of the go through all the Scandinavian kind of like realms and stuff. That's what's really great about it. The look is nice of the different kind of creatures and stuff. And you know, you fight different types of people from different realms, like yeah. different kind of like Valkyries, uh, Valkyrie style monsters, Balrogs. The Valkyrie battles are very tough. Yeah. Very <laughs> tough, I have to say. You know, like trying to do them on that insane difficulty is die near impossible i'm on the last valkyrie but i've just been so busy that i've never had a chance to finish it so um no but we finished yeah. it we're just like yeah i mean like we've finished the main story but we're wrapping up a lot of the kind of side stuff we've only got one valkyrie to face uh, like left over but we just haven't had a chance because of covid you know all these other things um building you know like the new stuff getting rogue legacy back on you know like back into the production cycle we still got to finish our really good superhero film so you know we'll have updates about that on um a few podcasts going down but i'll tell you that as good as this game is there's one really shit stage it's oh, yeah. the stupid one where you have that weird smoke and you have to wear the, the armor haze. the smoky haze it's that stupid timed kind of like realm where you're going after the treasure or some In guy the maze of traps yeah I, I i really hate that stage i hate niflheim i don't know i think it's niflheim i can't remember but it, that is a total ah. piece of shit stage and that that i want to smack the the coders in the head you know because to be honest man that that type of those type of spammy rebooting kind of stages yeah i really hate i love i love the hell bit where you were in hell and you work your way up the towers of bad guys and then you reach the prize at the end and that's really cool then you fight the valkyrie that's great but having a resetting kind of stage where you have to run through and you have to quickly get through while it's timed and your armor and life span are draining i hate stages like that i find them stupid and it's not even a challenge it's just spammy yeah. you know you get what i mean because the same bad guys come yeah. all the time 
you know the 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 you know they say that the frequency changes but you know when you have that stupid kind of goofy death looking thing that kind of laughs around and runs around and you're trying to kill it um it's it's shite as hell so yeah, so that I mean, that's that that was the worst stage and that's why it loses a shield for me you know just because of that one stage because a for honor doesn't have it's not for honor um for horizon doesn't have that yeah, for Horizon, for Horizon has this nice open, um, you know, like plan kind of stage, and you travel around, and then you can choose your battles and how you do them. You can do them in this as well, but not when you're in that stage. In that stage, you don't have time to be stealthy. You don't have time to take your time against the blades and the traps. So that's the thing I really hate about the game. You know, it it's um, you know, uh, yeah. So I just don't think it's. Uh, that that's like the worst game. What not worst game? Worst part of the worst game. part. Of the game. So Z, tell me what you think about other stuff. Yeah, I think from a technical point of view, I think the game is graphically very amazing looking. It's all HD. You can kind. I think the PlayStation Four can play uh, kind of like the sub four K with the sampling, uh, and well, it plays it very smoothly. We played it on the Pro. K on the Pro. Yeah, so we're running the, the Pro version at four K. So it was and what 4K. I liked is that the entire game was done in like one long kind of like shot. It doesn't have any massive loading screens or fade to blacks. Obviously, there are hidden. You can see technically there's hidden loading screens between going up and down lifts and stuff like that yeah, yeah, and yeah, going yeah. through different boat yeah. boat and water areas yeah you can see that the playstation is doing a smart job of loading everything in the background yeah um and obviously having the over the shoulder it was very nice um there's a lot more enemies on screen at the same time mm. um you know there's there's more uh, intensity than there was in the previous god of war 3 uh, game where you know you can take on multiple guys at the same time and kratos can use atreus as a support uh character to shoot arrows See, that's and cool. thing and you can it's use the commands on the d-pad like to uh, get atreus to help you and then you have to help atreus in fighting together but what was really nice is that uh the team and cory balrog had had this idea for doing this kind of game technique previously in previous games and they had pitched the ideas um, on previous games that they were working on like for example uh, Crystal Dynamics Tomb Raider which obviously they've made that new Avengers game now haven't so, they? So Crystal Dynamics did an amazing job on Tomb Raider Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider is an amazing Tomb Raider, reboot not the second, because, not Shadow because the first Tomb Raider uh, original Tomb Raider was something we had on the Saturn Yeah. so we really enjoyed that game we, we really liked that one but then the over-sexualization of Lara Croft put me off the game so two three i didn't play so much you know like this kind of fetishism on the character yeah never really clicked with me i never found her um interesting in that sense i just thought of her as a cool indiana jones kind of character and i love these kind of treasure hunter type characters that's why i love um uncharted and i love indiana jones so t so tomb raider was wicked then the franchise got a bit weird you know it started going a little bit all over the place the new Tomb Raider was really wicked because it brought Lara back to the point where she was like really fresh and green. So each victory was earned in that game. And the principle is the same in God of War. I think what is nice is that Sony have embraced, um, even though there was, from what I understand, a lot of skepticism to bring a new God of War to PlayStation, uh, Sony were more receptive of the idea of having a new God of War 
for this platform for the PlayStation 4. And that's good about Sony. Like Sony work hard and this is why I want to work with them. They're giving people the ability to create. They're like, yeah. look, we're going to give you this kind of ability to push yourself. You justify the expense to us and we'll support you. Now, I like that. You know, if I had a good team behind me, like a big AAA studio, the sky's the limit for someone like me. It's like like I'm in Candyland. So the hardest thing for us right now is at this indie level, I've got to count the pounds. I've got to pinch the pennies. I've got to utilize whatever budget I've got to tell a story and to create stuff. So, you know, there's so many things that I want to do with Z and Pri and everyone. We just get limited by what we can actually make right now until we can get to a point where, you know, we got a much better reach. We've got a much better kind of uh, a bunch of kind of like studios behind us. And then the stuff that we can make. Oh, my God. You know, like if you think God of War is great, you haven't seen some of the stuff that's swirling around in my head, <laughs> you know, so um, a brilliant game, a brilliant game. Now, the score. I yeah. wanted to talk about um, the score. It was amazing. I really liked the score. You know, um, really quality uh, stuff by Bear McCreary. He did a really awesome job with the music. What did you think of the music, bro? I love the music. I think it was very deep, very orchestral, very uh, nice little homages to the original God of War games mm -hmm. with the mm -hmm. horns and yeah. the violins and the kind of shrieks and stuff yeah. like that. I thought that yeah. was very cool. And then he brought. I mean, in a he lot used weird instruments kind of like stuff. the hurdy gurdy and stuff, yeah. like instruments we don't really like hear of. Hear yeah, of. like a fiddle, yeah, and a harp and stuff like that to get those kind of yeah. Viking sounds. Powerful female uh, vocals yeah, as well by yeah. a Ferozzi singer, so that was really nice. They use the Icelandic choirs, a hand dagger fiddle, um, you know. Oh my god, like this was like really nice. This was a beautiful quality thing. And I had it like pumping out of the sound system. It was Absolutely. amazing. Like the thunder that you felt. I think when... the production value is very good on this game. It has a lovely quality to it. Yeah. And overall, a nice experience to play on your console. Mm. You, you will spend hours, especially when you're unlocking those orbs. Remember when you had to fight those night guards? Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. to unlock those those yeah. portal portals yeah, yeah, or something, yeah. portal keys or portal keys, keys or something. Or something. Like that. I don't know. I can't remember <laughs> that was, what it was funny. And then there's like there's always like little. We always used to think, are there little hidden Easter eggs here and there and stuff? And yeah, then you tend to, to discover some fun and stuff. Discover you know? some awesome so, stuff. Also, Atreus. Atreus. Um, what's the guy's name? Mimir or something? Mimir. Yeah. Mimir. Yeah. So so Atreus, Mimir, and Kratos' conversations are really fun in the boat as well. You know, so it's it's pretty cool. Where he's kind of yeah. telling stories about Odin. Yeah, about Odin and the stuff he did. You know, his legends and things. Yeah. So, yeah, so I mean... I, I think it's a, it's deserving of being a Game of the Year for that year. Definitely. I agree. I agree. Such I a mean, good game. Very good game. I actually think, yeah, that... like Now, this I don't know if people will agree with, though. But I think Last of Us 2 is seriously overrated. You know, that, that game has an amazing engine. But it's ruined by a crap story. You know, from what I've heard, because I haven't actually fully played the game, but from what I've seen, the game's gameplay was amazing, but the story I heard was stupid. That's caused a lot of controversy. And I read about it, and I'm not happy that the direction they took the, took, took the franchise in. I think they tanked the franchise. This game, on the other hand, has only re-energized re the franchise. reinvigorated, yeah. Yeah, and made it even better. And I'm jonesing to play a new one. If they make a God War on the PS5, I'm there. Yeah. You know, you take my money. 
You yeah. get what I'm trying to say? It's a it's a badass franchise. So, um, I really want to thank Corey Balrog and the team. This is a tight game. I enjoyed Great it thoroughly. And this is what led the charge for the PS4. We yeah, had it's these amazing tiles. Amazing Horizon, tiles. Uncharted exactly. 4, yeah. uh, God of War. These are all yeah. AAA titles that have kept PlayStation and especially the PlayStation 4 a good console as it is. Yeah. And this is why, you know, like we knew, like I knew where I was leaning when I first saw the Xbox debut and the PS4. And they were like, I'm probably going to do a top 10 mistakes that Microsoft made that cost them the the war um you know last year and also i'm going to talk about the top 10 reasons why the ps4 succeeded and i've been thinking about this so what i might start doing also on the youtube channel start doing top 10s you know and nice stuff like that where you get to um see from my point of view why i think this stuff killed it and why it was really cool um to just wrap things up architecture art design production Gameplay. design is amazing Gameplay and mechanics get a high rating from me. Rate, Voice graphics. acting, mocap, graphics engine, amazing. Script writing. Score, script, direction, production, amazing. So, if I would give this shield, I'd give this a solid four shields. It only uses one shield from me because of that stupid stage. Otherwise, <laughs> it would have gotten a solid five. Not many things have gotten solid fives from me. Like So, it's very hard for me to... Give this one a solid five, so it just gets four shields. So Z, what would you give it? Can you give a four and a half? Yeah, you can give a four and yeah, a half. Yeah, I'd give it a four and a half. So if you've given it a four and a half, and I've given it a four, then it gets an aggregated four and a half. So God of War on the PS4 gets four and a half. So I want to thank you, Z, for joining no me worries. on this podcast. We have got another one we're gonna bang out in a short in a little while. So episode twenty-four is on its way. We had a little bit of a delay because we've just been busy fixing everything. You know, like getting the new uh, logos and the, the site and other things launched. So, um, yeah, we'll catch you on the next episode of Thor, a.k.a. The House and Rep. So Make chill. sure you like and subscribe. Exactly. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> like, subscribe. And Z read my mind. So like, subscribe. Please share. Join the revolution. You know, um, conjure dreams with us. Forge the future. And, you know, back the Rep Knights. Catch you on the next one, guys. See ya.